this wow. is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality. Today, we have a very special episode. Well, they're all special. Let's, let's be honest. They're all very, spe- very, very special. Very, very special show. Very special show. We have the one and only DJ DJ God. What is up? What's up, dude? Guess what I was up doing at 4.30 in the morning? Masturbating. Um, No, that was yesterday. Um, <laughs> just kidding. No, you're not. <laughs> no, I was... No, nah, dude, everybody does it. The morning thing is a good thing when you get a little older because that's when your shit works the best way. <laughs> right, Let's right. be real. Yeah, well, at my age and with my kids, I'm usually in bed by nine. Yeah, so, some of you young yeah. bucks, you don't know about this yet. No idea. Yeah, you got to roll with the tide, oh, man. Gosh. You got to roll with the tide. <laughs> Anyway, no man, what's happening, dude? I, I'm. I was up at four thirty. Good to see you, man. It's good to see you. And yeah. it, it's. Uh, I was up at four thirty doing my first my first workout. Today Work you did. Uh huh. Damn, dude. Yeah. You're back right. in the gym. Uh, dude. I. Uh, He's committed. I miss you guys' influence. Seriously, I'm. I'm. Li- I'm embarrassed. I'm mortified. Uh, but I started seventy five hard because I knew I need. I just need to get. You're back. gonna get it done this like, time, though. Yeah, I. I am. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get it done. But I was just like. You know, you've talked you've talked about this before. Sometimes when it's too easy to keep off weight, that's a liability. So like I don't really gain weight yeah. easy, but the problem is is that sometimes I'm not as motivated. Yeah. But like I started thinking, man, I'm not I don't feel good. I'm back to like brain fog and I you know, I was looking pretty pretty Bro, good at one point. Jacked. So uh, the good news is that I think I think by the end of seventy five hard I'm gonna be back where I was. Oh, I guarantee so, it. So I, I bet so I'm excited the, about it. See, I bet by by the middle, you'll be there. Yeah. But the problem is, you know, dude, you got to finish. Yeah. I just no, told I'm, one of dude, the Dude, I'm going to finish. I just told I'm, Mark out back, my buddy Mark, who works here, he was, he's, uh, this is his second round of 75 hard. Yeah. All right. His first round, he's going to get so pissed I'm saying this, but I don't care. The first round, see, Mark's a mentally tough motherfucker. Okay. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't realize Mark did some time in prison and he spent an entire year in solitary. Mm-hmm. Entire year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Um, actually, I think it was more than a year. I think it was 14 months, if I remember it right. But, uh, you know, he came out, he get his shit together. He's one of our, he's a fucking stud here, okay? Yeah. Now, Mark did seven, now Mark's a mentally tough dude and a smart dude. I'm going to have him on the podcast eventually. But the first time he went through 75 hard, he got like, I don't cocky. know, halfway through and he's like, dude, I fucking get this. Like, I, I get this. This is nothing. I'm like, I get it. And then he quit. <laughs> right uh. and so so he's like dude i get it no offense man but like you know i did this and this so today so he started 75 hard back again nice and today he asked me outside i'm wearing my uh, we ain't the same shirt he's like where do i get one of them shirts and i said well i get you one i started to walk back there i turned around and i said no nah, mo you got to finish first right and he's like I feel like I already paid. I said, the debt you paid in the past to pay this debt, motherfucker. <laughs> and, dude, he just smiled. He's like, yeah, you're right. That's awesome. But, yeah. dude, he's a stud, man. He's, he's a stud. A kid. No, dude, good kid and a fucking hard worker and a smart guy. Yeah. He's going to be something. So I'm excited, but I'm definitely going to stop. I mean, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> oh. You, no, I'm definitely going to finish is yeah, what I Yeah, you meant. better, dude. You yeah, got 11 days in last time. You I am. bitched out. I know. 11 but, days that ain't nothing bro. well you know when you're when you're you, you know I've, I've obviously been looking at a lot of stuff that you've been writing about 75 hard and when you're when you're being exposed 
exposed to that like day in and day out. After a while, you're like, you know, I probably shouldn't just read this. I should actually do Dude, this. Dude, you know what it is, man? Like it, the 75 hard program, the whole show ain't going to be about this, but like people don't get it. Mm-hmm. They think it's a fucking fitness plan. Like, dude, I just got, I just saw some lady who's a, who's been a trainer for three fucking years talking about how it's not optimal for your fucking health because you need, motherfucker, let me tell you something. 99.9% of people ain't ever worked hard enough to get results in their entire fucking lives. Mm -hmm. And then they're trying to have a fucking rest day and a this day and a that day and a cheat day and an off day. And dude, everybody's living to have those days. That doesn't change the mentality of someone in their heart. That doesn't change their ability to control their environment. When you're when you're only going six days or five days or three days without a fucking break, that ain't fucking hard. That doesn't test you. That doesn't build anything. And you know what? It might be more, and there's science that shows it, overtraining is a problem, but this ain't fucking training. This is training your motherfucking brain so that you could turn on and turn off discipline at any time you decide you want to and that's what people miss about the program if everybody could literally finish what they start at any given time what would your life look like differently you get what i'm saying yeah everybody has the goals to be something big everybody has the dreams to do something great but the problem is People forget about those dreams 11 days in, Vaughn. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you have to let, have this time of, of, of deprivation to build that ability to, to, to grit it out. You know what I mean? And that's what people don't look at. They don't look at like, you know, okay, we can go to the gym and lift, or we can read a book on meditation, or we can do this and this and this. And dude, I'm all about it. Get your mind right. But the point is, results come from real world action. They don't come from fucking meditating or humming or this or that or fucking whatever. Right. It comes from doing shit. Or affirmations. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I'm not, you know, if you're not willing to accept that, you're going to have a hard time in life. It's just the way it is. So. Well, dude, I know you're not a huge NBA fan, but I know you are a fan of overachievers and excellence and all that good stuff. And um, I, I, I wanted to spend, I just selfishly, I wanted to spend a little bit of time talking to you and Sal and all the guys about The Last Dance, this document. This documentary about Michael Jordan and the I haven't the, seen it yet. Yeah, no, that's all right. Um, you're you're uh, you definitely need to invest the time because you will be saying like Amen <laughs> on every every thirty seconds, you know. Yeah. Because there's some really cool stuff. Have you seen it, Sal? I have not seen it, but I mean, I Michael Jordan's one of my. I mean, Michael Jordan and Bo Jackson are my two favorite athletes. So I mean, like I'm chomping at the bit. But as you know, as a father of three, you're yeah. a father of four. Yeah. The uh, time at home right now is a little bit fucking yeah, no, I get out it. of fucking whack. Well, and, and, <laughs> and uh, in the interest of full disclosure, I've only seen the first three. I haven't finished all of them yet, but although I, I'm not even sure that they've out. released weekly, all of them yet. But, uh, but there's just a lot of things that I thought it would be worth uh, unpacking for our, for our audience. And, and uh, I also want to bring in the Tiger King too, and not for not oh. for not for a lot of the obvious reasons. That's DJ's favorite show. Uh, well, Tiger no, King, dude, dude, I want to talk about that because I I mean, there's some some kind of crazy similarities and dovetails in the story of the Chicago Bulls and the story of the uh, of Tiger King, um, and I'm, I'll, we'll keep you in suspense. But the thing I wanted the Bulls, to was that the Bulls fed some people to the fucking Tiger <laughs> right, right. They were <laughs> all they were all having sex with each other. Yeah, yeah I want to tell you <laughs> this, same dude. chicks. <laughs> I bet Michael Jordan would feed a motherfucker to the Lions to win. He did that. I bet he would do yeah. that. I, yeah. I would. Yeah. No doubt about that. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, so I said you. Michael Jordan's probably the Hillary Clinton of fucking basketball. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I saw it this morning. I mean, these, I haven't seen a documentary, but I, you're starting to see like some of the things come out. I mean, I know that the Isaiah Thomas where he didn't shake right. his hand. Right. Um, I know that was a huge thing, and it was it was something that our college coach, you know, we we talked about anyway. That's why it's even even today. I went and shook our architect's hand. I looked him in the eye, I squeezed his hand hard. That's what it's the right thing to do on on from my behalf. Is what I thought. But I, Isaiah Thomas, they said that. I guess there's something in a documentary that he didn't make the dream team because he didn't get the, the blessing of Michael based off of that interaction. If that's the case, mm. he's pissed off because he didn't make Yeah, the, you know what, though? That's bad culture. I agree. I wouldn't want the motherfucker on my team either. Me neither. So, yeah. right, so, like I, 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 so it makes me intrigued to watch the documentary because there's a lot of – listen, I, the only thing I know is sports. Like I lived in a locker room. I know it. I know how it – and I, I nah, understand bro. the difference. That's not true. You know how to drink. You're a pretty good drinker. <laughs> oh, yeah. I could, dude, You're I mean, a pretty good eater, too. You're not as good of an eater as me. Yeah, you're pretty e- good. eating's never really my problem. Drinking's definitely my problem. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, like, when people talk about working out, dude, I probably haven't that. missed a fucking day of working out in nine months. Hmm. You good at docking? And I, and I almost work out. He's good at docking. Not as good as you. Not <laughs> as good as you, though. Not a, I'm not a professional like yeah. yourself. Actually, something I've never even ventured into the waters, DJ. Oh, and no, you're I and you're not going to get me into the water. <laughs> no, but uh, you know when you start talking well, about overtraining, right. DJ don't like the water. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Plastic on that furniture. That's why I don't take house. baths, dude. Take showers. <laughs> not getting me. <laughs> okay, so you're talking about you're talking about Isaiah Thomas. I wasn't going to start here, but this is a good place to start. Uh, if we're going to have a conversation about excellence and what it takes to win, so one of the one of the things that Isaiah, in his defense, said is he said, you know, everybody thought I was an asshole, but he said, you know, the game is different today. He said back when the back when De- Detroit was winning the titles, he's like. You, if you were on the other team, you were the enemy. Like we wanted to stomp on your throats. He says nowadays, guys are they're they're playing each other in in the game, and then afterwards they're going out and tweeting together and having having a they're ball not even and like tweeting. They're going to play NBA Two K on fucking PlayStation. Right. 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 That's so what the, it's a dude. These guys, it's different now. People play for themselves now. They don't play for fucking team anymore. Right. It's that's with all sports. That's with all business too. Like you, that's why the culture of just fucking stepping on people's throats has lost favor. Right. Because even in sports, you don't see it. You see, you, you see it more at the college level, right? But still, at the college level, it's still you know like these dudes have all connected their friends through, you know. And dude, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Like it's not a bad thing to be cordial with people that you compete against. Yeah. But fuck, man, like. If I'm competing against you, I'm trying to fucking cut your fucking head off. Right, right. And that that has been lost. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I don't know that it's been lost. Lost. I just think sports are. They train you to be an individual now. Your brand. I well, mean, they train you for the contract. Yeah, they train yeah. you to to be your own brand, and that's the. I mean, that's the difference of it. I mean, you think, and I'm not a basketball guy, so this maybe you can help me out here, but. You're probably too young, but that Pistons team was also like the jailhouse team. They had right. Robin on it. Right. They were, they were the they bad were, boys. Yeah, they were the bad boys, and yeah. they banged, and it was like it was a hard physical. Like they, right. that's what they played, and you know, and and I saw it. I'm not transitioning into, but you know, Patrick Ewing, I think, said again. I was watching the Sports Center when I was walking this morning, and the he said there's there's ten people that have the athleticism of Michael Jordan today in today's sport, and if you took those ten people and put him back into the, the late 80s, 90s with Jordan in that prime, is Jordan the best of all time? Hmm. You know, and I, I really – because you look at LeBron, like – and Tim, Tim Grover's going to hear this and fucking cut my throat off or uh, cut my head off. But, I mean, dude, 
LeBron's significantly bigger than fucking Jordan, mm-hmm. and he, you know, but they right. played a much harder basketball game back right. in the '90s. Is that, that, that was oh, actually yeah. LeBron's so, a big so, motherfucker. So that's actually yeah, but Jordan was six six, wasn't he? Yeah, but LeBron's like two ninety or two seventy five. He's a big yeah. dude. What was Jordan? And he's like two two twenty five or two thirty. Right, but but like the art. But see, I don't think the common wisdom is everybody. I think nobody denies that LeBron's a superior physical specimen to Jordan. Nobody denies that. The the question is, that, is that's not what fucking wins though. Right. That's no, what that exactly. The question is who has the greater will to yeah. win. And I to me it's not even a question. I don't think it's a question either. And that's to to Andrew's Dude, point. You're I don't about. think it's a question in any fucking sport ever. I think he's the greatest competitor that we know of in sports of all time. Yeah. Period. Any sport. Any of the fucking four major sports. I see him as the greatest competitor. Right. And well, and I think the results speak of it. Yeah. And, and But the one thing I did, even though I haven't seen the documentary yet, the one thing I did see was that uh, Jordan was afraid. I think, believe you sent me that yep. information. Um, that Jordan was afraid that he's going to be, like, canceled by the fucking, uh, you know, the internet do-gooder fucking army. That says it's not appropriate to have that attitude anymore. Well, motherfucker, dude, they were gonna they were gonna accuse him. He said he was. He said when people watch this, they're gonna think I'm a horrible, a horrible and, dude, like a yeah, mean yeah, guy. Right. Like you're a verbally abusive guy. You fucking no, motherfucker. He wants to fucking win. Right. And like, dude, necessary. dude, we have this. We have this society now that is culturally like people look at people who think like that as if there's something wrong with them. There's nothing wrong with them. They are just focused on one thing, and that's winning. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't make you any more morally better than fucking them. Right. That, like, dude, people try to, they try to unload this moral baggage because they feel morally superior whenever you show, like, that you're a fucking competitive motherfucker. That's not, to me... We should be the ones attacking them for even trying to shame us for that. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think I'm going to take your fucking lunch and eat it too. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I, Dude, I don't. I, exactly. I'm, exactly. I'm wired that way. So, like, I, I don't. You fucking shame me for it. I don't give a shit. I don't care. Yeah, I'm a fucking winner. <laughs> I'm still going to win. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get, I mean, I've caught shit from so many people because I'm so competitive. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is, is like, we were raised that way. I mean, we got, when we were, when we were kids, like, we were rewarded to score goals, just like a contract. Yeah. We were also rewarded to maybe run kids over. <laughs> yeah. Dude, if we fucking smash someone in a fucking game, like a football game or a fucking Little League football or soccer or whatever, fuck, dude, we got a toy. Like yeah. My dad took us to fucking KB Toys and let us pick out like a G.I. Joe dude or something. I forgot about KB, KB Toys. KB Toys. Yeah. Those it wasn't like was pet stores. It in the wasn't mall. like he like bought us all kinds of toys, but like. He figured out a little reward system. Like, it was like, oh, dude, you get like a $5 G.I. Joe dude or some right. shit. Yeah, you, you know? play hard today. This yeah. is but get. I like what you said one time, dude, because people get the, all, their panties in a wad about that, is that it wasn't about hurting them. It was an indication that you were being aggressive. Yeah. You were being rewarded for being aggressive. Dude, and you know what's funny? It's like in all situations of life, in all of them, when you run up against someone who's that aggressive and, that's com- and that competitive, because, dude, we run into people like that sometimes. Dude, you end up respecting those people. Absolutely. And you're like, fuck, dude, I'm glad I met that dude. Yeah. Like, that guy, like, dude, you know what, Sal? That guy was a pain in our ass, but I fucking respect that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah I always related to wrestling. Like, yeah. I always knew when I was on the mat with somebody, like, I knew when that motherfucker had a little little extra in his head. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, god damn it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're thinking, 
you know. No, what it is was you knew when you actually had to wrestle. Yeah, you were like, <laughs> motherfucker. You know, you'd be, I always use my head. Like, I'd put my head against his, and I was just trying to, I was seeing how hard I would push on his fucking head before he'd fucking break. Yeah. And every time you start pushing and your head starts hurting, you're like, God damn it. Yeah, but yeah, but those motherfuckers work. will quit from that. No, no, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm They're with quit you. quit from that. But I mean, that's the life. Motherfuckers will let you pin them because you're fucking making their head uncomfortable. Yeah, but that's right. like, you know, life when you start talking about being aggressive. And I think that's the, the nature before the people get their panties in a bunch. Like being aggressive, you know, when you sit, when you, when you sit, you get beat. When you pause, you get beat because other people are taking action and that, that being in the corner and getting my dad used to always call soccer ball the puck getting in and getting after the puck and go get it like that's life you know what i mean like here's an opportunity you gotta go you want a real world example uh let's look at the government just taking everybody's fucking rights right now i guarantee if everybody was raised to be competitive they wouldn't be able to fucking do that right that's the truth and you right. guys are out there thinking like oh well, dude you're just a fucking crazy fucking consp really am i because i've been saying this for fucking six weeks and what's happening I read on the news five minutes ago that today in Texas, they got armed fucking citizens protecting businesses that decided to open in spite of the close. That is beautiful. I love it. I beautiful. fucking love it. You know what, dude? They should be open. They should have never got fucking shut down in the first place. And if, the, if, if we can even justify the shutdown, it should have been... Until exactly the moment we knew that it wasn't going to be millions of people. Mm -hmm. And that and it should have changed right then and went back to normal. And everybody else would, you know, you do what you think you can do. If you don't want to go in that business or that restaurant because you don't feel safe, then guess what? Stay the fuck Stay home. Stay home. Yeah. You, if you're scared of getting the shit, guess what? Stay home. If, if I'm Monday if morning. If you think we're stupid because we're going to go out and catch the shit and die, don't worry about us. We're worried about <laughs> us, motherfucker. Yeah, if I was going to Monday morning quarterback the whole situation, it would be that. It would be, hey, man, you know what? Don't swim in the ocean if you don't, if you fucking think that you know, scared, scared of sharks. What are we going to do? <laughs> create, create a fucking bunch of laws to fucking put. Everybody's going to be walking around in motherfucking bubble wrap. Hey, if you want to open up your business and people want to patron it, open the motherfucker up. Dude, if you want to go into dude, a restaurant. Dude, I talked to my boy last night. I don't think you know him yet. Aaron Nash, my boy from Florida. Yeah, I, okay? I talked to him on Nash is cool Utah. as fuck. No, he's from Florida. But he owns some gyms, all right? And my boy is trying to fucking open because he's been closed for six fucking weeks. And he's been doing all this crazy shit to help his community, to be the, just the same stuff we're doing, dude. Like trying to help the, the local businesses. He's doing all these things. He tries to open the fucking police come and tell, hey, dude. We will shut you down if you fucking open. And if we shut you down for five days in a row, then you're going to go to jail. Then you're going to get turned into the business d development office, whatever they call it down there, and they're going to fucking take your business license away. But, I mean, isn't the freedom that's piece of crazy. America supposed to be like, hey, no, I open my doors. But what and I'm saying is that's fucking bullshit. It is crazy. Oh, yeah. No. And, dude, the fact that we have law enforcement officials enforcing laws that are not constitutionally fucking in line is a f is fucked up and they're not laws by the way what they're not laws they're suggestions these are all mere suggestions you know like i'm sitting here thinking well i mean if you wanted to go to the gym and you're risking going to the gym and you want to go to the gym then go to the motherfucking gym this california motherfucker <laughs> that just guy. had dude his fucking sheriff the orange county sheriff said yep. hey dude I'm not doing no it. dice bro gavin <laughs> fucking, <laughs> hey, hey, yo gavin uh we're gonna surf do you want to join us you stupid fuck. Okay. <laughs> Gavin. Yeah. 
Well, Gavin and Karen. Yeah. yeah. No shit. <laughs> is that the male so Karen? This is- I'm sure Gavin has a real fucking uh, realistic view of what it's like to be a normal fucking human. Yeah, I'm I don't sure. know nothing about him. I'm sure he fucking comes from the fucking heart of the streets and the voice of the people. Right? <laughs> right. 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 Doesn't he come from that? Oh, yeah. Right. Like, dude, I'm just guessing. I mean, dude, this motherfucker shutting down the fucking beaches and the cops said, no, you're not. I love that. That's mm. fucking America. It is. Well, I, I I like your application of aggressiveness to this situation because you're right. But I think that people in general think of aggressiveness or, as a negative thing. And uh, one of the one of the that's because it's been painted like right. that. But one oh, one to, of the coolest to parts. Point. Yeah, one of the coolest parts of the documentary is where they talk about how uh, there was this rookie or some first or second year player who Jordan just thought was not rising to the standards. And I think it's Scotty Burrell. Do you, do you remember Madat? He was the 13th pick, I think, in the draft. Yeah, he was like the 13th pick in the draft. Very talented guy. And like Jordan just lit into him and just was riding him hard and everything. And people saw the footage and thought like, man, Jordan's a jerk. And he's like, no, man, I'm not basically like I'm getting in his face because I believe in him. I believe that he. That's why I do. That's why I sent you that. Yeah. Because that's exactly why I know. Dude, if you guys that's don't, you, if you guys can't, you guys can't see. But I'm like rolling my eyes, shaking yeah. my head, like what the fuck? Right. Like, thank you, thank you for someone getting understanding it. Yeah. Like, like dude, he was fiery because he actually cared. You know, dude. And I, it's, it's hard for me to understand how people don't receive that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like how. This, this kind of brings up another subject. People are so quick to vilify and attack people that are, like, addressing them this way, right? Like, dude, Andy fucking yelled at me. Uh, whatever he's involved with, I'm fucking done with. Motherfucker, that's what I do. I don't even do. How many conversations do I have where my voice doesn't sound like this? Right, right. Not, not too many. No, yeah. that's true. How you doing, Andy? <laughs> yeah. I'm really good. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, like, I'm a fucking passionate motherfucker, and I don't speak about shit right. I don't care about. DJ, how many times we've been sitting in the office in there, you guys are all talking, and you look at me, and you're like, bro, you okay? I ask you about at least five times a yeah, day. Yeah, because I don't speak unless I care enough to speak about it. I always tell, I tell my guys and girls, I mean, I, you know, listen, if I'm riding your ass... No, dude, I care. That's a good sign. Yeah, it is. The moment if I you, stop. If you're in the silent treatment yeah. zone, dude, people you probably need to sharpen your fucking resume. Exactly. Right? <laughs> no, that's exactly. the truth, bro. Like, if you see me not look at you, like, if I walk through the office, I don't fucking look at you. Yeah, there's a reason. Yeah, there is a fucking reason. There's a good reason. Right. And, and and don't second guess it either. Right, yeah. Like, hey, there's a <laughs> it's not a bad reason day. I didn't fucking look at you. Oh, here's another thing. Uh, let me racially stereotype you guys. You're Italian. What does that mean? Yeah, what, what meaning you're, what are you trying you're demonst- to say? I'm, t- I'm saying you are. What are you trying to say? Italians Ron? are historically demonstrative I'm, and people. And Andrew and I are DJ, techni- don't technically. You, aren't you Italian? I'm from the waist up. Yeah. Okay. Andrew and I technically are two yeah, percent African American. Right. No, yeah. we're four right? percent African American, two percent Asian. It's all four nice. percent penis though. <laughs> <laughs> the good four percent. No, it's like twelve percent, bro. I feel, no, yeah, it's 12, I mean, yeah, that's right. Twelve percent. Twelve percent. We were twelve percent African, and now fucking Bill Gates is over there programming our fucking DNA into that fucking vaccine, so that we will talk like everybody else. That's funny. Uh, that's what's yeah. happening, dude. But oh. no, in all seriousness, though, you you know Italians uh, historically. I mean, you're talking about the people who are connected to Rome and the building of the Roman Empire. You guys historically are intense. You're. It's it's like every family has its 
characteristics and races are just nothing but big families right? i would be if Dude, we were, were gonna start our own fucking race isn't that right my dot the first the, 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 the what the driplets the driplets, the driplets. <laughs> Dude, we're, oh my we're gonna start our own race of superior people called the driplets that's funny we don't care about anything of your skin color technically we're here because there were no driplets that's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, Joe, every, do time, you not every, get time that Madot, every time Madot uh, texts me, I have to... Vaughn, you got that joke, didn't you? No, not really. Yeah. I four. assume it had something to do with condoms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I miss you. <laughs> Dude, uh, Vaughn, I told, I, Vaughn, speaking you, of which, you know how I babies are made, you, right? What? For you know how babies are made? Fucking do, kids, he should know all about yeah. no driplets. <laughs> There's no spillage. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> That's gotcha. why we're all here. That's funny. Well, uh, no, I every time a dot texts me about something, I have to I have to go to Urban Dictionary because it's like, <laughs> dude, like He's I texted him, I texted him a picture and he. Look at you! Not you're, making fun, you're fucking racist, dude. You're talking racist. shit about us being Italian. Now you're picking on him for being Bosnian. What's next? Me? You know I'm what? Black? No, bitch. You're only half black. Can't say that. You're half black. You're not yeah, allowed to so even call right. yourself black. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Isn't that what your fiance said? I got yeah. a pretty good yeah, nickname. I can only halfway contribute to this conversation. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> so DJ got his black card fucking revoked by his own fiance. My own fiance. <laughs> dude, that's brutal. Listen, I, well, I was telling her about. I'm like, you know, babe, I can't wait for you to meet Andy. He's like super hood, like you know what I'm saying. Like you know, he's on it. You know what I'm saying. I'm like, if there was anybody, if there was a real black card, he'd definitely have it. And she looks at me. She goes, uh, "I'd have to meet him because I don't think you're fully capable of of making that decision." <laughs> I say, "Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right, <laughs> touche." Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I'm I'm so urban that I thought Notorious B.I.G. and Biggie Smalls were two different people. <laughs> uh, no fucking way! <laughs> no, I did. I was like, I'm looking up. I'm, I'm looking up. I, I well, we knew, we knew how I urban, we knew how urban you were when you said I'm so urban. Yeah, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> I typed Biggie Smalls into iTunes, and Notorious B.I.G. came up, and I'm like, what? this is not who I'm so looking this for. Is not who I'm looking for? <laughs> These guys look alike, though. They look alike. They sound like a twin brother. All right. But wait, but you can you can drop the lyrics from Boys in the Hood. I can and like and no big deal. True. And you didn't and know that Biggie Smalls Well, and, that was you know, Boys in the I mean NWA, that's way before Biggie, right? Yeah, I mean, but I mean still if you know the lyrics of NWA, you should know who the fuck Biggie true. Smalls is. That's probably true. But right, uh, dude, you got listen. You, you just went by the way, you know what my very, I've decided was very my, urban. Well, that's true. Urban. I, you know, <laughs> I have decided what my favorite probably my favorite rap song of all time. I've, I I, re- I recently decided this. It's uh, the one with uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop. The the next episode. Oh, I yeah. love oh, that. Yeah, I love that. So that's good. good. That's what that's what uh, Murph rap. I'm gonna memorize yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna memorize that, and I want you guys to invite me to perform that no, at Summer bro, Smash. Bro, we had a kid uh, guy who works here. Murph, he's a good dude. Fucking everybody on their first day has to sing karaoke. Da, 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 da. Yeah. See, and he I, karaoke. I he karaoke that song. It was good too. Really? It's a different song. No, the, it's not. Uh, next episode. The, uh, da, 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 da. Oh yeah, you're right. The yeah. the, mur- the, the Death Row's greatest hit, the two disc, was the fucking album, man. You talking about the one with the weed leaf on the front? No, no, that's the Chronic. Oh, the yeah. two disc greatest hits was the fucking best. Oh, I, don't, I haven't had that. I haven't heard oh, that. Oh, dude, one. it was it was fucking. I, I have a I question. Need, I don't. That's I don't, right. I don't need the greatest hits because I know the real albums. Uh, okay. Greatest oh, hits for white people. Yeah. You didn't know the one with the weed album on. It's probably the most famous fucking. 
the most famous rap fucking CD ever produced was yeah. the Chronic by Dre. Yeah, well, that's and you what, don't know it? No, I I knew it before you knew it. So so I here's said my, the one with the weed leaf. Here's my question. <laughs> here's my question. I know rap has evolved a lot in the last thirty years. No, I Would think you, it's, it's regressed, not evolved. You think so? No, yeah, no. Well, so yeah, actually, actually, here's my I question, Andy. Agree with that. You no, got to be honest. 100%. But dude, we sound fucking old as fuck saying that. But dude, <laughs> I know. But like, dude, that's like our that's like our dad saying, "What the fuck you guys listen to these days?" Because like all the young kids, dude, they think. Ra- now I will say, Young Dolph and Key Glock starting to get it right. Yeah. Because they're starting to rap again, but the fucking shit that they call rap right now ain't fucking rap. It's bullshit. Mm. So my here's my question: By today's standards, or by any standards, is LL Cool J still cool? Yeah, dude, because he's like cool. Is he classic? He's Cool J. He's Cool J. Classic. Yeah. I mean, like, is ladies he? Ladies love dude, Cool James. Not not only that. Have like, you seen dude, the Deep Blue I'm the type of guy, bro. Like you know how many? Yeah. Mama's, yeah, I mean, Mama's first of all, LL, dude, he's talented. I've been working out. He's fucking is he, is he something about like you? a phenomenon. <laughs> he's good looking. He can act. Dude, I mean, the motherfucker's that guy's good. He's 100 years old. He looks like he's fucking 35. Don't yeah. crack, man. That's what they say about me. You know what and I like about him? He's the only black guy in a horror movie that did not die. <laughs> that's <laughs> like Deep Blue Sea, bro. That's my that idol. That makes LL the black Chuck Norris. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Because, dude, every black person in a fucking horror everybody, movie dies. Everybody. Bro, I. I follow him. He follows me back, dude. Oh, that's awesome. LL yeah. Cool J? Yeah. That's dope. Why isn't he on the show? I don't know. I'll ask He'd him. He'd be on the show. Yeah, we talked a couple times on the on yeah. DMs. He's, dude, I mean, look, it's fucking LL Cool J. Yeah. Right, right. Like, you don't bring, LL Cool J is like the black Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Like you, 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 do not, you do not bring Matthew McConaughey around your chick. Yeah. Right. And you don't bring LL Cool J around your chick. Yeah, because he'll start singing doing it. Doing right? it. You start it, doing it, man. He'll be like, hey. And then what will happen is the he'll start fucking, he'll put doing it on. And then, you know, you're yeah. going to you're gonna have to like retreat. Your wife will start. It's unstoppable. Yeah. Your wife will start going, I'm going to call you big How daddy I, yeah. and scream your name. And then, you, and, then, and, then, and then, bro, you don't exist anymore. Yeah, I'm like, hey, you, know, be, you know what's really funny about then this? You're, is, sitting, you're sitting on the couch in the fucking living room crying in your fucking you hands. Got, you're, while you're, using, up, you're using Vaughn's bon, login to Pornhub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Vaughn, bon, man, what's your password? You know what I think is so funny about this is that you guys all grew up, you know, I mean, yes, I did have the. NWA and the easy and that urban. kind of thing, but, but what's Trump really funny is he's very, 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 What's really funny is you guys Never know all these so like urban. crazy <laughs> rap songs. I actually literally know rap songs about abstinence. Urban, <laughs> <laughs> you are urban, bro. Bro, what are you throwing a cricket there? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. What the fuck? I know. There's a, there's a there's a group. There's a Man, Christian. Dude, there's a Christian rap group. Saw everybody's face right there. Dude. Nobody had nothing. I literally like that, that was, that was a mic drop. I literally thought, did he just say that? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, did it just come out? It did. No, 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 no. There's a rap. There's a Christian rap group named DC Talk, and they had a hey, song called "I Don't Want." DC Talk. It, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they actually have a lot, a lot of people like their stuff, but it, they had a song. They had a song called "I Don't Want It." It ain't rap. About it ain't rap. Want it. Oh yeah, you want me to spit well, some I bars? Can, no, I can spit. I can, I can, spit, I can, spit I can some make bars. a song called "I Don't Want It" about a few chicks too. <laughs> <laughs> that You're, might not it, be about abstinence, yeah. bro. That might have been about like <laughs> yours would be like "I Don't Want It Again." <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that, that's what the fucking song's about. I guarantee you. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, someday I'll have to spit some bars on DC Talks Abstinence. Uh, but uh, okay, so bringing it back What's to. What's the lyrics, bro? I got to hear it. Let's do a lyric breakdown. SEX is a test one on Presso. Backup girl with less of that zest and press this brother with a life of virtue, the how innocent is, how is that spent up, is going to hurt you. What? How is, how is backing up and hurting her 
<laughs> Abstinence, bro. Safe is the way they say to play. Then again, safe ain't safe at all today. It ain't. The That's one guy looks like hey, kid play. It's just the lyrics. He's trying to get that box cut, trying at? to bring it oh, back. Oh, yeah. we. Oh, nice. Oh, dude. Those yeah. are the three dudes? Now, now the guy on the far left, like, he's got, he has been trying, there's been major. So it's uh, two white dudes and a black two dude. Two white dudes. They're friends from, they grew up in, like, some really urban, uh, urban area. Yeah, very <laughs> Actually, urban. no, they, they, they Newport <laughs> Beach, from Virginia Kansas. or something. Like, yeah, right. Downtown, exactly. though. <laughs> no, but the, the guy, downtown area. Uh, Kevin, Kevin Smith, the guy that actually has a good voice, a lot of, uh, a lot of like big acts wanted him to be the, the lead the singer, man. but yeah, yeah. but, uh, yeah. So crazy stuff. But anyway, g- bringing it back to, uh, Michael Jordan and I, I, man, cause I want to like a reverse Ario. I, right? <laughs> and this discussion <laughs> on, uh, discussion on excellence, <laughs> <laughs> fucking white dude on the left, white dude on the right, black dude in the middle, and they're thinking about no sex. Man, that ain't right. That ain't right. Come on. Um, so one of the other things that's really interesting about <laughs> about this documentary is talking about like the dynamics between the front office and Michael Jordan. Dude, stop putting and- it on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's, this is what our podcast cover needs to look like. <laughs> you just put it up on the fucking screen. What? What did you put up? Oh. Anyway. Oh, my oh, oh gosh. Jordan anyway. in the front office. Let's yeah, go, Jordan, Jordan Let's go. Office. <laughs> Tell my teacher, dumb bitch, I'm going to.